nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, I be the same dude. Used to wake up playing GameCube. Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose. Can't choose what game system to use. Like saying who better, Ken or you You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too. We can watch anime all day and skip school. Young legend, rap taking to a new level. New medals for young kings who don't settle. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Earth Mac, the mad scientist on this hump day Wednesday, man. I hope you guys are uh, doing great today on this hump day Wednesday, man. <sighs> man, we got a good good bit of news for you guys today. Chock, uh, chock full of news. But I'm going to give you uh, a little bit of insight here. Now, I streamed last night. Now, if you missed the stream, all you have to do is go to uh, twitch.tv forward slash Orange Phoenix TV. And uh, BC says, before you get into things, what Halo were you playing yesterday? Oh, okay. So you're asking. So, uh, and I was actually going to get into that, BC. Man, you're like a psychic or something. You're like a psychic. Because I, I was going to get into that. So, last night, I played a free game called Splitgate. Um, so basically, Splitgate is if you had Halo and you had Portal and you fused those together, or if they had a kid, Splitgate would be this. Splitgate is Halo and Portal all roll up into one. So it's a free game. It's arena, multiplayer. You have Team Oddball. You have Captured Flag. You have uh, VIP. You have regular old Team Deathmatch. You have Freefall. Uh, you have Team SWAT. You have uh, shoddy snipers. Uh, see, you really thought it was Halo, right? Now, what sold you on 
on it being Halo? Was it the announcer? Because the announcer made it Halo-ish to me. So, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it made it very Halo-ish. Now, BC says, I only got to look at it for a second because I was streaming also. I couldn't hear it. Oh, you couldn't hear it. Okay, okay, I got you. So the announcer, I don't know if the announcer is from Halo, but it's very, 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 very similar. So, I mean, when you really think about that, man, this this game can actually garner a lot of attention. A lot of attention. I mean, the guns, the characters, sights, levels, and gameplay all look like Halo. Yeah, I, I, and it's not from Bungie, and it's not for 343. So, this is, I think this is really, it's a 1047, 1047 games, if I'm not mistaken. So, if you're looking at it, um, you really catch the Halo vibe. Now, you can get it on Steam for free. You can also get it on PlayStation for free. And you can also get it on Xbox for free, 99. Um, I think it's still in its beta stages because it came out in July, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, people are still, still playing it. And this is a brand new game. So if for the Twitch streamers out there, this might be a game. If you're interested in first person shooters, this might be a game worth downloading. And this might be a game that you want to play and possibly, you know, gain more of a follower base. You know, when you really think about it, you have uh, Apex Legends, you have Fortnite. And if you're trying to grow a fan base or a follower base, you ought to know those two games are oversaturated. And, you know, not many people are going to scroll all the way down to your stream, you know, to look at your particular stream versus five or six other roles of the same game. But if you got Splitgate, though, if you got a game like Splitgate, which is relatively new, you might have a higher probability of gaining some followers. What's going on, Thanos, Rick? Nothing much, nothing much. What's up? Hey, well, well, not much, man. Not much. I was talking about the stream. <laughs> we talked about the stream last night, and BC says, "Everybody, come watch my stream." Now, the A land. Listen, BC is Apex Legends legend. Now he does stream Apex Legends, man, and he probably gonna be streaming Splitgate pretty soon. So, um, it is a free download, man. So you definitely want to do that. It, 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 it. It's not a battle royal type game. Um, it's all multiplayer arena fighter. You running around and you shooting. And that's what it's all about. And I, I love it. I, I, do, I really do love this game. So um, that's what I streamed last night. I, I really wasn't feeling very RPG or Final Fantasy-ish this week. I really wasn't. I really wasn't. So I, I was playing some first-person shooters, and I played Gundam Battle Assault uh, uh, Monday. So that's going to be it for the stream for this week. So what's going on with you, Thanos, Rick? Oh, man, this is this a busy week already, man. It's a busy week already, but I'm hopeful. You know, it's a lot of good things coming this week. Shang Chi, I already told you, I got the tickets for that. Uh, it's been some. Well, I don't want to say news. Well, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll keep quiet on that. I'll keep quiet on that. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna keep quiet on it? Okay. I'll keep quiet because I don't have all the facts yet. There's some stuff going on yeah. with DC. That okay. I don't, have, I don't have all the facts yet, so I will uh -huh. keep quiet on that. Have you got a chance to see Star Girl yet? No, I haven't had a chance to see Star Girl yet, man. I, I, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna tell you what I've been preoccupied with. Was that? Oh well, what you about to say though? Because it's it gonna jump into another subject. So what, what you talk about, Star Girl? I'm I, guessing you've seen it. I've seen the first three episodes of it. Uh huh. Not bad. Not bad. The first season, right? 
Well, the, yeah, I've seen the first three episodes of that. It's not bad. It's not bad. Oh, girl, huh? You know what? You know what? I, I'm. I, you might have sparked an idea with me, so I might change some things up here and watch star girl and you know just just give it some spotlight a little bit so i'm glad you say something so but i was preoccupied with something else um i have been watching uh mobile suit gundam origins what do you think um this watching this is very engrossing um, it, it, it's one of those situations where you cannot play this this uh show in the background and expect to understand what's going on. Now, it's not totally confusing because it is a straight story, but it's something that is very intriguing. And honestly and truly, no shade against Gundam Wayne, but this solidifies my thought process that there are better Gundam series out there than Gundam Wayne. That story is great. I mean, the background of Char, that 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 is that is great. And when you it know, com- oh, go ahead. When it comes to origins, E, just real quick. Yeah. Even the average person might not understand what's going on. Like, I, I think you will still have to know a little bit about Gundam, at least the history of it, to really understand what's happening. Like, it's, it's, it's not as straightforward. Because, again, there are many different seasons and whatever attached to Gundam. But right. you know, with, when it comes to Char, you know, it, it is, it's, it's still not as straightforward. So you still kind of have to do some background research on it, even though well, it I mean, into his history, it does do that. But for the average person who doesn't know about Gundam, you know, yeah. I would definitely say, well, hey, check out Origins, then go in the mobile suit. But, you know, you know, I've been thinking because, you know, it's <laughs> franchises are funny, you know, because. They'll start off at a certain point. I mean, hell, look at Star Wars, right? Yeah. We really didn't have a fucking clue who this Darth Vader guy was. <laughs> you know nah, what I'm but saying? But we damn sure love him, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, we it, it we know who he is, but, you know, there really wasn't much background. So what do you do? You release episode one, two, and three. You know what I'm saying? So it certain franchises aren't as clear cut. They're not as straightforward. You kind of have to either do some background on it or wait until something else comes out. So with Origins, I'm glad that you're watching it. I'm glad that you like it. But E, you know Gundam. You know it. The average person right. might not really understand it, is my point, until you do that background, until you, you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, of course, of course. Of course. I mean, honestly, true. I feel like Origins is a good starting point because as I, as I was looking at it and analyzing it, you saw the birth of mobile suits, how yeah. they was created, who the guy that created mobile suits and who's the guy that created RX-78 when, you know, codename Gundam. You get to, and you get to see the start of the Xeon War or the one year war. I'm sorry. And Char's, you know, rise to power on how things came about. So I think this is a good starting point, you know, yeah. honestly, because okay. if you go to mobile suit Gundam, you don't know. I mean, you know, us Char, but you know, Char's backstory and you don't know what started this one-year war in the for- first place. You just know the political intrigue in it, but you don't know what was the start of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like this is a good, that is a good starting point, though, for people that like want to know. Because honestly, when you look at the one-year war and you look at Xeon and you look at the Earth Federation and they're at odds with each other, that little section is, is good continuity. 
you know, there's some off, there's some off stuff out there. You know, there's Mobile Suit, you know, G Gundam. I oh, sorry, Mobile Fighter G Gundam. There's Gundam Wang, which is kind of like Offset. You know, Iron Blooded Orphans, which is Offset. You don't really hear Zeon, but they, I, I feel like you know that's a very, very intriguing story, especially with Amaro and and sure, I haven't finished it yet. Um, I kind of fell asleep on it because I was watching it, and then I woke up and I was I was hearing. Um, <laughs> Relina Peacecraft talking about pacifism. So I'm like, I'm already on another. <laughs> I woke up to another Gundam all, all together. So what, what? Which one are you on? What episode of Origins are you? On? Uh, I want to say five. It was the Battle of Loom, Alum. Um, that when they put out the gas and dude died right in front of the door, and uh, Shar went to go check on his sister because he saw an explosion. And his sister saw the red mobile suit and she was running towards it. Then he took off. Okay. That's, okay. that's the last thing I've seen. Cool. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. What'd you think about him leading that, uh, that attack with the, uh, Academy guys, students? Oh man. See that right there. It was, brilliant. It, it it was, was definitely brilliant. brilliant. He's, he's a very smart individual dude. It's like, and he killed off the guy that was onto him. Yeah. And he had to. He had to, right? Even though the guy was on his side, yeah, he he still had to kill him off. He said, "Man, look, you too dangerous. I'm gonna have to kill you." But he didn't physically kill him himself. He made sure he died. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, it, it, for anybody that says anime is just cartoon, that's bullshit. Because I'm I'm watching Gundam Origins and looking how things played out. Like it's actually like watching a live action show, man. Who else will you? Make you become like best friends with this guy, and he gets stopped at the airport because he had an old fashioned gun. You decide to switch identities with him because y'all look identical versus the yep. eyes. Yep, he your best friend blows up because the assassins were looking after him. You take his identity and you get perfect marks, which he wasn't getting when he was in the military academy. And people are on to you, but you made them follow your footsteps in any way, but kill them off later because you got a mission in the end because you got to kill all some mofos that killed yeah. your dad you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah i mean char char has his, his motivations obviously yeah <laughs> obviously he has a reason that he's doing what he's what he's doing so i mean it's it's interesting it's interesting it's just i just don't want the people to get confused because you know origins just recently popped up and there's been so many gundam series that that's come out it can be a little overwhelming you know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, it's, it's important to really know, you know, the history, history of it, the background of it and not get confused because it's, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of Gundam. It's a lot. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, you know, but I'm, I'm glad you like it. You know, I hope you guys listen, check it out. It's on Netflix. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it, it, it's crazy. It is crazy, man. Um. I mean, after I watch Origins, I'm going to look at Gundam 1, 2, and 3. But, hey, we're going to jump into some other news here, and we're going to talk about some DC fandom, man. We meant to talk about that yesterday, but we got caught up in some other stuff, and uh, let's let's jump into it. So, of course, the lineup for DC fandom 2021 includes an extensive list of movies and shows releasing exclusive looks and more surprises at the event this fall. Now, you already know, DC fandom is a one-day event and it's seven movies and 19 tv shows and much much more now the event serves as 
an experience for fans all over the world to celebrate their favorite DC movies and shows with the chance to hear the latest of DC's upcoming content as well. DC Fandom brings fans together in one spot, big announcements, sneak peeks, first looks, and more excitement coming from the DC universe. So, um, of course, you get the lineup includes a new trailer for The Batman, a look at Black Adam, the Flash movie, uh, behind-the-scenes looks at Aquaman and Shazam 2, uh, the the new seasons of Batwoman, The Flash, Superman, and Lois, and Sweet Tooth, as well as the first look at the upcoming drama series, Naomi. Also including with the exclusive look at HBO Max's Peacemaker, HBO Max's Titans, and Doom Patrol. And uh, there's also another large list. I mean, okay, so you got The Flash, Film and TV, Gotham Knights, Harley Quinn, Injustice, an update to the Milestone Universe, Naomi, Nubia, and the Amazons, uh, Peacemaker, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Supergirl, Superman and Lois, Sweet Tooth, Teen Titans Go, Titans, Young Justice, Phantoms, uh, Wonder Woman, Historia, and Wonderful Women of the World, and more. What you think about that, Thanos Rick? Yeah, we'll see. We, we'll see. We'll see. Man, Gotham Knights might be the joint, man. I mean, got, I think Gotham Knights is the video game. And... I would think you would pop in hard for Young Justice. You know that 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 season three really didn't do it for me. It didn't. Mm. It mm. didn't. I mean, mm. it, the first two were great, but season three kind of, eh, kind of fell off a little bit to me. Okay. I don't. I don't like some of the choices they made with some of the characters, but you know. Okay. I mean, I got you. I mean, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, listeners. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't finished Young Justice. I haven't finished it. The the OG Young Justice, yes, I have finished all of those. But I haven't finished, like, the last half of the new season. I don't know what happened. I think I got sidetracked. I didn't get bored with it. I just got sidetracked with just another show, man. I'm just oversaturated with shows. Emil Series 8 says, I'm really excited about Gotham Knights and Nubia. Now I need to be educated on Nubia a little bit, and and Thanos Rick, um, the votes are in for uh the comic classifieds, and we just got to schedule a date and time on and pick a hero or a villain to do a background file check on these people and 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 have the listeners listen in because there's some heroes and villains that they never heard about or don't know the history behind. So okay, yeah. So I mean, the votes are in; they want it. The people want it. it gets the how people many, going. How many did we get? How many votes? Uh, I, all I know is we didn't get a vote that said no. It was like a hundred percent, basically. And that's basically what it was. So I mean, I asked the Geek Corner. The Geek Corner says, "Bring it here." And also, just to let you guys know, Bertie Public, we have a thirty-five percent all sale this Labor Day weekend, starting Ooh. tomorrow. Ooh. Starting tomorrow. 35% off, man. Hey, listen, I, I'm going to be updating the inventory. I'm going to be adding some new designs in there. I'm going to be advertising the Orange Phoenix Tees as well as on the Geek Corner. So if you go to Facebook and you type in Orange Phoenix Geek Corner, ask to join the Geek Corner. And you can also follow Orange Phoenix Tees on Instagram. You can actually do that as well. So I'm um, very, very excited about that. And hey, this is September, so very, very soon the September edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine yes. will be released, man. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be chock full of information. You got stuff from myself. You got stuff from, you know what? You got stuff from B-Seats. 
VCs wrote something. You got you got stuff from Ellie. You got stuff from Brittany. You got stuff from Thanos Rick himself. I mean, you just got so much so much information out there, and it's gonna be thick. It's gonna be thick with intel. Hey. I, I can't wait. Hey, it's happening. You know, hey, T Public, go get those Cowboys shirts, everyone. Evil oh, shit. Hey, look, I, I look. I can tell you, you know, this right now. I can, <laughs> I can tell you this right now. There ain't no cowboy shit in my inventory. Lies. At all. Lies. No Dallas cowboy shit there, and it will never be there. There are T public stuff for cowboy shit, but in my inventory, there will not be any Dallas cowboy shit up in there. I will tell you that right now. You're a hater. You're a hater. But anyway. Yeah. And damn proud of it, man. And damn proud of it. I'll say it. I'll say it loud and proud. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. I hate everything they stand for. They ain't America's team. Anyway, Anyway, I'm looking forward to Peacemaker. And I'm looking forward to Black Manta. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm excited about that. Now, we don't know. We don't know if these are movies or TV shows, right? These these are just titles that they've released, but we're not uh, sure yet. Peace, Peacemaker would be a series, a live now, action series. Now that we know, that we know, yeah. But like uh, the Batman, we, we know that's a movie. Aquaman two, that's coming. Yeah, but I, I guess will they make this known during fandom? Like which is which? Because yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping Black Manta's live action. It probably won't be, but. I mean, either way, it's going to be lit. I mean, I mean, DC don't really go, you know, bad when it comes to animated films, though, or animated series. They really don't. They, they don't. They, they, they usually hit it out the park. They don't, but they, they they need a shot in the arm with the live action, in my opinion. Right. It's. I it's, mean, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It, they do need a shot in the arm. It's still not where it should be. Well, yeah. And God damn it, where is static? When are we getting static? Uh, I've heard rumors. I heard rumors <laughs> that uh, static got picked up by someone and currently being worked on. I'm not 100% sure on who. I- I've heard these rumors before. I just, I- right now, all the top of my head, I don't remember. But maybe static is coming to some degree. I- I'm-, I'm not sure. But I-, I did hear rumors that, you know, static got picked up. You know, as far as uh, directing is concerned. So there's that. Um, pieces. I have a question. Would we judge DC live action as harshly if the MCU didn't exist? Ooh, that's yes. a good question. Yes. That's a good question. Yes, Beasts, I would. That's a good question, though. I would. I don't know about you, E, but I would. Well, okay, here's why I say, here's why I'm on the fence about that. Because... MCU set the bar on how superhero movies are supposed to be put out. And honestly, it's been pro Marvel for a minute. Before Marvel, though, it was DC. DC had Superman, the 70s, and they had, you know, Quest for Peace. They had Batman 1989, Batman Returns. DC was holding the movie flag for a minute before Blade came out. So, I mean, think about that, though. I mean, what what do we always talk about when you call it talk about superhero movies? What's one of those one movies that constantly comes up? Well, let's let's Batman nineteen eighty nine. Well, let's 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 be let's not exclude you know X Men, the movie X two Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. 
Yeah, you know, I get Spider-Man it. Man, too. Now, granted, those those weren't MCU, but they were good movies in their own right. But they came out after Blade. That was after Blade. So Blade, right. But Blade was never really put out there as a Marvel movie. Ah, it has because uh, when they did the opening credits, Marvel was going across. It didn't have like the MCU little little graphic thing, but it had Marvel going across it. Well, that's the, well. I mean, it's it's still a Marvel property, so you still yeah. need that 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 Marvel, you know, that 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 title in there somewhere. But as far as the presentation, it is it it's not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> But but BCs is right though. Batman eighty nine and Christopher Reeve Superman set the standard. They were the standard for years before Blade turned it around for Marvel. Because Marvel wasn't really hitting on nothing. Because you know those crappy ass sixties, seventies Marvel movies that were dropping out, dropping out. Captain America with the plastic ass shield. You had Spider Man. <laughs> we clearly see his web shooters and shit. You know, I mean, Marvel wasn't really hitting on anything now. <laughs> <laughs> you seen that plastic ass seal that he put on the freaking uh, on the on the m- motorcycle and he took it off when he threw it. When you look at the screen, it was wobbling. Come on, fam. That wasn't a, that wasn't the life to be living. Doctor Strange. You seen that 60s Doctor Strange bullshit. You seen that. But then again, Superman 78, Batman 1989. You got Batman Returns, Batman Forever. All these were high grossing, high grossing films. Until Blade made an appearance, then the MCU showed up, and then then the power shifted. So it was DC first. Well, I mean, it it well, I mean, there, there's no debate in that. But he yeah. would have been my main thing about these movies: a good story, a good story, yeah. And what is the direction of uh, what is it? Again, MCU popped off what 08 with Iron Man, Robert yeah. Junior, and it was, you know, it was it was. The gold road ever since then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But DC, I, DC, Man of Steel was dope. E, we've said this countless times. Man of Steel was dope. Yeah, but, but after, it came after MCU though. That, but that's what I'm saying. After Man of Steel, E, I don't know what the fuck happened. And then there was a whole lot of behind the scenes drama, leadership changes, people getting fired, director changes. Like there was never really stabilization within, you know, within DC live action stuff. Right now, I mean, now that now that's totally separate from MCU. Like that, that that they they have nothing to do with this. They have nothing to do with how DC makes their moves. They really mm-hmm. don't. That's all DC. So DC's, I hear what you're saying, but at the end of the day, DC has no one to blame but themselves. I got it. But what? <laughs> okay, so think about it though. What do we compare DC to on what Marvel's success is? Like blending in some of the comic book lore and also bringing in new fans that never read the comic book in their life. We wouldn't have said that if Marvel didn't make any movies. Like DC was just been DC one making movies. Like he said with Batman 66, everybody was watching that shit. It was better than the Marvel movies. It was. Okay, E. So 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 let me ask. Mean, so, so, so we so, wouldn't really we wouldn't really judge it based well, on Marvel if Marvel didn't exist. So so let me ask you didn't exist. So let me ask you, E, if MCU didn't exist, would you have loved Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice? Yeah, probably. That's a lie. That's a lie. I mean, I, I mean I didn't, I didn't, now, mind you, remember I told you I didn't hate it. I didn't hate Batman versus Superman. Remember I told you that? I never said that I hated Batman versus Superman. I said I understood it. 
on, on what direction they was trying to go. But I didn't hate it. However, I hated Batman and Robin. I hated that shit. I was very vocal about that, but you, I never hated Batman versus you, Superman. You told me a few times you didn't care for BVS. You you said this, E. You told I, didn't, me. I didn't call it trash. <laughs> I call Batman and Robin trash. I know that. Matter I know fact, that. Matter of fact, you didn't care for Justice League. You've told me that before. Of course I didn't care for Justice League. Joss Whedon, shit, that's bullshit. That so, was straight bullshit. So would you have enjoyed that if MCU didn't exist? Probably a little bit more, to be honest. Interesting. Probably a little bit more because I mean, when I look at DC movies, I really based it off of Marvel. That's just how my mind, my mind will shift to Marvel. Like, how is but this why? compared to Marvel? But because because Mar Marvel now is the tip is the top in the box office. Like, no question, it set is now sets a new bar that DC set back with eighty nine and seventy eight Superman and, and and honestly, Batman the animated series. That was if that is number one on. Everybody Saturday morning cartoon list under either is uh X Men animated series or Batman the animated series, but Batman was holding the holding the crown for a minute. He was holding the crown for a minute, but I don't think I would judge DC movies as harshly if MCU didn't exist. I would still judge it, but not as harshly because honestly, MCU is the standard, is the standard now. And DC are now trying to get or get to that same standard or try to surpass it. It's going to take them a whole, it's going to take them a minute to do. Well, to, to BC's points, you compare every superhero movie show to MCU right now, whether you mean to or not. BC's, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like I want to compare them because I, I don't. I'd rather have franchises be their own separate thing. But at the end of the day, crap is crap. Now, of course, crap is, you know, it's an opinion. You may like something. BC may not like something. For example, you know, the new, the new Mortal Kombat. E liked it. I thought it was trash. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But that's my opinion. E has his. You know what I'm saying? Now, did I compare both? Of, I did. I did. I compared them. You know, I mean, in, in, in that instance, you know, hey, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. But, but you know, it's a remake. That might be a little different because it's a remake of sorts. You know what I'm saying? But at, man, at, 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 at some points, is is BC? You know, he he does have a point. But when it comes to you know the superhero MCU, I really don't like doing that. I'd rather you know unless unless it's a reboot, a remake. You know what I'm saying? I just rather keep let things have their own identities. Oh, I agree. It's just that we can't help it. Help but compare. I mean, not not the like far as how the story needs to go, but just the level of success. And I think that's where that comparing where you can't help but compare it to MCU because that's the competition. So it's kind of like just like we watch AEW, we talk about WWE. If we talk about WWE, we talk about AEW because they are in a sense, they don't view themselves that way. But, you know, from the fan standpoint, they view themselves that way. It's competition. So I mean, well, I mean, I, I always thought that was crap because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, e, I mean, you, you've even told me, well, hey, you know, those guys don't pay attention to Vince and whatever, whatever. I'm like, huh, I think it's a bunch of crap because like you just said, I mean, they it, don't, they don't, I, they don't I, watch I mean, this it, show while they was doing this. I'm not, I don't, I don't mean watch the show. E. I mean, as far as, as a product, there's always oh. going to be that rivalry, the competition. Hell, AEW's poaching WWE stars. Vince is firing them. Uh, AEW's they are picking them up. 
out the trash. I, I, I wouldn't say poaching, man. I mean, you can't poach what don't want to be. You can't just like grab a wrestler if they don't want to be there already. You know what I'm saying? They already made the conscious decision to go there. <laughs> you know, I mean, Tony just made the phone call. He said, hey, you want to come over? Cool. Let's talk. That's it. That's it. That's really pretty much it at that point. You 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 got that. I wouldn't really say say poaching at, <laughs> at, at, at this point, man. Like there was rumors like this past Monday that Vince was very angry. Like he was upset. And it was like there was the longest day ever from what people were saying. And um Mad about that's what? why he the, the the creative uh I guess the creative process for Monday Night Raw. Like he changed a lot of stuff. It it, it was finalized by 6 p.m. two hours before the show. And there's a lot of talk about Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair because Nia Jax beat Charlotte legitimately. And there was some talks out there saying that they were shooting a little bit. Like, you know, Nia needs to leave. Why she need to leave for? She beat Charlotte Flair and square in the middle of the ring. No, no cheating. But I don't I don't think they have plans for Nia, to be honest. She just beat the raw women's champion. What what I, plans you don't think I they still got don't for? Think, I still don't think they have plans for Nia. So I you just, mean to tell me call you it, be call, Call it my intuition. I just don't think they really care about Nia like that, like they used to. To be honest, to be honest, I'm I'm just I'm just that 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 that's how it seems to me. Okay, so you again, I say, so you really think they put Nia and Charlotte, the newly crowned Raw Women's Champion, and have her lose to Nia Jax legitimately in the ring, in the middle of the ring, and with no interference, and you saying they don't have plans for her after she beat Charlotte Flair. Not not Nikki Ash, Charlotte Flair in the middle of the rain. And you think they got no plans for her, no storyline for her at all? And she just did what she did on Monday night? I mean, nothing good. I'm, okay. Now, BC says, to be fair, WWE is releasing half these guys that AEW is showcasing. That is actually true because they're, they're not looking – to dive into the independent wrestler pool anymore. I want to say anymore, but they have to really, really stand out. So they're looking for bigger guys so they can train to be sports entertainers. That That's their new direction that they're going. They feel like they dive in that pool way too much. So AEW is going to pick the litter out of the independent circuit, and WWE is not going to do that. They're going to like try to pick out big guys because that's what Vince likes. He likes big guys that have personality. So that's that's his thing. That's always been his thing. Always I mean, been his thing. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I like seeing WWE wrestlers on AEW. I really do. Because E, I've told you, I never cared for some of that talent on AEW. You know this. I'm, I think Max knows this. I just, I'm just, I just, I wasn't head over heels over some of their talent. I've always liked WWE's talent. I just think that they're well, they're more refined. I guess you can say. So, okay. So, put a pin in what you just said. Because you asked the question when AEW first came out two years ago, why they didn't put Adam Hayman, why did they make Adam Hayman page the AEW world champion first and put it on Chris Jericho? You just answered your own question today. You didn't, you don't too much care for that guy, but you damn sure care about Chris Jericho as the inaugural. Now he's the inaugural champion. Actually, no. Oh, now. Actually, no, because E, I've told you, I never really cared for Jericho being champion either. I've told you this. But you, but still, yet, you know who (laughs) this man is, and you care for him more than you care for Adam Handman Page because you didn't know him much about Handman Page until AEW. I, I just, 
I mean, he, I, I, Hangman doesn't really. Uh, my do it point. Him. So you know what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, and neither Hangman does Jericho is as champion. Like these guys, I, I don't care for any of them. But, but see, that, I, I get that, it. I get it. Me. But you understand why they put the belt on Chris Jericho. You understand as to why. I get it. I get yeah, it. Exactly. So it. now if Adam was to win the first one, people like you will say, who the hell is Adam Handman Page? The pro wrestling fans or, or like not sports, not just WWE, but the pro wrestling fans that watch Independence know damn sure who Adam Handman Page is. But if you look at Adam now, he is super over with the crowd. He is probably the most over guy in AEW. And they are just waiting to put that belt on him. And so once he has the belt, it means 50 times more than what it would have been had he did had he been the first champion. Because the belt has now been on Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, John Moxley. Though I mean, honestly, just three guys, really. And they held the belt for, for months. It wasn't like he was switching hands like every other week or every other month. That means you bring more prestige and and more like of that aura of the heavyweight title on that belt. So the new guy that actually wins, it means a lot. It means 10 times more. It's all about what you want to do with that belt because you, you can call AEW the most prestigious title in all of wrestling, but if you got a guy that, that you never heard of, wear it, how is the most prestigious? But if you got the people like of like so Chris Jericho, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, you know, or Christian or somebody like that holding that title, then you know where the prestige is coming from. So when somebody like Adam Page or the AEW homegrown talent wins it, boom, it means 10 times more. It's, it, it's pro wrestling one-on-one. It's all about creating a story around that title. You no, know, you're right. You're right. Um, and, you know, I, I know that, E. I, I know that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And to, and to BC's point, BC's, you have a point. There are talent. There's always been talent that's come from elsewhere to WWE. That that's always been the case since, well, Hogan, you know what I'm saying? And Flair. I mean, these are people who wrestled in the territories and Vince was racking them up. But, you know, Vince will get them and he'll turn them into something else and to the stars. And I think that's what people don't really realize. Now, I'm not knocking other promotions. Right. I'm not knocking the wrestlers themselves. I'm not. But it's just, you know, they get with Vince and then, you know, they it's it's to the moon. You know what I'm saying? If he likes you. If he likes you. If he likes you. I mean, now, is is that always the case? Someone like, you know, AJ Styles. E, I know you've been following Styles for a long time. Very. Bullet Club. TNA days. Bullet Club. I get it. I get mm, it. Before I, I, that, TNA days. Okay. TNA, TNA, hey, TNA. Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Now, depending on what your perception is on wrestling, I don't know, E, I was I was I was always into the how should I say this? How should I say this? Mm -hmm. Someone like Roman Reigns. Yeah. Was was Roman somewhere else before he got with with Vince? Uh nah, he was OVW. He's he's homegrown talent. He's he went through the test tubes, which Vince likes. That's the thing. If you made a name for yourself outside of the WWE, i.e. AJ Styles, because he was honestly the number one free agent after New Japan, and you picked him up, I mean, honestly, with somebody like AJ, you really ain't got no choice but to put him, shoot him to the moon, honestly. Because if you put him, I mean, if you put him on NST, yes, he's going to thrive and survive in NST. But you put him on the main roster, you saw how the crowd was reacting to him. They were chanting his name literally 10 minutes after he got eliminated. 
they were still chanting this man's name. He wasn't even down, wasn't even in the damn ring. So, but, so, let me, so, so let me ask you, with AJ going to Vince, did that help or hurt his career? Uh, that didn't hurt his career any. But did, well, did it help him? Nah, I wouldn't say help, honestly, because he's already a, a, a household name anyway. I mean, a, 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 a pro WWE guy that don't watch any other promotion, yes. That that in that sense, yes, because there are people that refuse to watch any other wrestling show besides WWE. Right. So now they know who AJ Styles is. Right. So, so that, in make, that sense, it made so, it made it better. But so, so, I can make, so I can make a case that Vince boosted his career. I can make that case, right? Yeah, I will say. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at CM Punk. CM Punk was wrestling before he got to Vince. Yeah, Ring of Honor. Now with CM Punk going to Vince, did that help or hurt his career? Uh, it did help, especially with the pipe bomb. It did help. Yeah, the pipe bomb. Yeah, definitely made a name for him. That that promo itself made CM Punk CM Punk. Okay, so this version of CM Punk wouldn't exist if it wasn't for, for Vince. I would agree. Well, I mean that's 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 my point. You know, you know, B seats, B seats. I hear you. I I and Mills thirty eight say Styles to WWE is equivalent to a Rod going to the Yankees. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's, it's, you know, wrestlers. How should I say this, man? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's no secret, Thanos Red. You are a pro WWE guy. You, you are, you are a pro WWE guy, it's and it not hurts even that. you. It's, 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 it's not even that because I was a pro WCW guy too. I loved both promotions. What but you love WWE like, more though. What I hated was the Monday Night Wars. I thought that was bullshit to this day. I still think that was some bullshit. How but can it be bullshit, man? That, that was the best time as a e, wrestling fan, e, man. Because e, you, you really e, you know why. To... You know why. E, I've told you this. Because you hate changing channels. <laughs> <laughs> you had a remote, damn it. That's all you had. You had a remote. Recall button. The recall button. <laughs> you know, is is it's not that I'm I'm pro whatever. It's just how should I say this without being disrespectful? <laughs> Say peace, man. Say peace. Certain guys, like you said, with, with AJ Styles, yeah, you know, or maybe a, a, a Kenny Omega or Shinsuke or you know a Hogan or whomever, you know, they're already they're already you know made men or made women to depend on who, you know who the who the woman is, yeah. But not, not every wrestler who goes to Vince. Not every, not every one of them are, are made men. Is is you know is is you know a Cena, or Roman, you know some guys need Vince to kind of boost them up. Yeah, homegrown turn, talent, and to turn them who they are, like you know a CM Punk. So you know with with AEW, a lot of their talent that was there, I wasn't really. I didn't think they were well-refined stars. Like I just didn't see it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see it. So right. So that's that's what I mean, though. Because so, so okay, when so, when we so, thought about like so, TNA. Well, I mean, when 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 I see Cody snatch up guys like you know Miro or Rusev or whatever, or a fucking who else is coming? Daniel Bryan's or uh, Ruby uh, Ruby Riot. Well, Ruby, eh, I don't know, but 
Daniel Bryanson or fucking Malachi Black, Alistair Black. You know, I just think Vince knows how to Vince knows how to reshape it to where it can be something marketable and good. They're already good wrestlers. Now, some of y'all may disagree, like a John Cena. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cena can wrestle. Some of y'all may think he can't wrestle, but you know, I just think Vince knows how to Vince knows, or maybe someone in the creative. I don't know. Vince's team can take a guy, reshape him, and then again to the moon, there they go. Unless you are the exception, like an AJ or a Kenny or a Shinsuke, you know, who may or may not need that push from Vince. Adam Cole, uh, Daniel Bryan, they, I mean, they didn't really need it, that. It, it, it just depends. It just depends. But so, the, one truism, though, if you made a name for yourself outside of WWE, Vince will shape you as though he created you. Like he, he, He'll finagle it to a point that he put the WWE stamp on it. It's not the fact of making them better because, honestly, if AJ never came to WWE – He'd, he'd have just been fine. He'd have been fine. Shinsuke, same way. Kenny Omega was offered a boatload of money to come to WWE. Young Bucks, a boatload of money to come to WWE. They just said, no, we're not, we're not coming. That And that's when they was free agents. So it's like, I mean, people like Sting made a name for himself. If Sting never comes to WWE, we'd have just as fine. We'd have been straight. Booker T, same way. Uh, you know, eventually they made Booker T heavyweight champion and they put King Booker, but you know, we would have never seen King Booker. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't like that gimmick, but yeah, yeah but there was, you know no what I'm saying? Way. That but whole was... angle with Triple H, that whole situation, like people that made the name for themselves, they are, they are, with the exception of a few, they have to, in a sense, they had to start from the bottom somewhere. Like Robert Roode, honestly. Let's be clear with Robert Roode. This dude is heavyweight champion material yeah. from bell to bell. Where yeah. is he? He in mid-card hell. That's where yeah. he's at. Yeah. He doesn't belong there. Yeah. So, and I mean. He, he may end up leaving. I want him to. They killed Robert Roode. They, I mean, yeah. honestly, they reshaped Shinsuke Nakamura. They just now calling him the King of Strong Style, where that was his moniker before he even set yeah. foot in the WWE ring. That's true. You know, That's but true. I did hear yesterday, WWE has a style in the ring. AEW has a style in the ring. And they, and like what Thanos Rick is saying, where they shape you, to wrestle the WWE style. There's a certain style. There's a lot of showmanship and all that stuff in it. And sprinkling. You can tell, you know, when Vince and the boys have their hands on them or whatever the case may be. Roman is his guy. No, no question. Big E is his other guy. Brock Lesnar is his guy. John Cena is his guy. Undertaker is his guy. You, you, Damian Priest may be become his, his guy because the talk of the town overall was... That triple threat match between Priest, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre literally stole the show. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 Vince. Love him or hate him. Yeah, and, that, and, and Vince normally pisses me off, but I, I I can't deny what Vince has done for the business, and I don't think anyone else can either. Love right. him or hate him. I mean, it, it it is what it is. It is what it is. And if Vince can't keep the talent. Well, I hope AEW gets them. Deuces. Man, that's all. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, so yeah, I know we got off the rails a little bit. We got a little bit of other news here for Star Wars. 
for the Star Wars fans out there. Now it says that the Star Wars audiobook Tempest Runner by Kevin Scott hints at the Sith activities in the High Republic era. Now has finally hinted at how the Sith remain a secret during the High Republic era, and uh, while continuing to hoard power and undermine the Jedi. With the Skywalker saga over at last, the future of Star Wars lies in the past, specifically in the High Republic era. Some 200 years before the events of Phantom Menace, Lucasfilm's uh, Star Wars The High Republic Transmedia Initiative has taken fans back to a time when the Jedi and the Republic were at their height. But it appears to be chronicling the events that led to their downfall. Now, under Chancellor Lena So, the Republic pressed on into the Outer Rim, bound together by the Chancellor's Creed, we are all Republic. The Jedi served as champions and protectors of this Republic, establishing temples and outposts across the Outer Rim, basing themselves at a beautiful space station called Starlight Beacon. But when the light of the Republic and the Jedi shone into the darkness and the mystery of the Outer Rim, they found it filled with terrifying threats. The Jedi unwittingly awoke an ancient ally of the Sith, the uh, Dringer, a race of carnivorous plant creatures who attempted to swarm across the galaxy. Meanwhile, uh, Nihil, the band of raiders akin to Vikings or pirates, fought against everything the Republic stood for, using the innovative hyperspace technology and even the monsters that could consume the Force itself. So uh, the Tempest Runner tells the story of one of the Nihil's uh, leaders, Lorna D., who the Jedi believe to be the mysterious eye guiding the Nihil. And the story is a deep dive into what it means to be one of the Nihil, even revealing some aspects of the origin of Nihil's true leader, uh, Markian Rowe. But the most intriguing moment comes in a throwaway comment about how the Nihil are organized because it hints at a far darker story. So um, maybe we see what's going on with the Sith and how the Sith came to be. Uh, why you take these these breaths man (laughs) what's the what's the what's the the year or the time frame of this this is uh before phantom menace so before phantom menace okay yeah this is yeah this sets before phantom menace okay uh 200 years actually 200 years 200 years Okay. okay yeah I mean, if you read uh, Old Republic, if you have Comicsology, I highly encourage you guys to read Old Republic and Rogue Squadron. Like, honestly and truly, man, we were just privy to the Skywalker saga on screen. But I truly believe that is not the best saga to talk about. I believe that the stuff that's in the comics are the ones that needs to be talked about. If you want to get a deep dive into Jedi and the Sith and bounty hunters and, and droids and stuff like that, you got to go back. You got to go to the old Republic. You got to go to high Republic. You got to, you know, you got to go through that stuff. Well, I mean, this is why I'm glad Disney is taking a more active role and bringing on more stories. Yeah. Now, I mean, they're doing TV shows. They got more movies. I think Kevin Feige's doing is overseeing a Star Wars movie, which should be interesting. That should be interesting. Um, Very, very intriguing. So, you know, there's a ton of stories that they can tell a ton of stories so i I'm, I'm just i'm just glad that we're finally going to see this stuff on screen and sky's not- the limit and, now and- i think this is an audio book here so um i'm not we sure need- where you can find it we need more live action we need more live action and animated series that that that's what we need that's what we need these audio books yeah that's cool but i want to see something 
<laughs> I want to see something, damn it. I, I want to see something. I, I mean, look, look now, now, do you have Comixology, Thanos, Rick? I do. I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you do you need me to, to send you some links there? No, no, to read? Oh, you it. got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's free 99 out here. Yeah, I know. I got it. Okay. I got it. You know, I mean, if you subscribe, you know, if you got the subscription out there, I'm just letting you know. Just, just putting it out there. I got it. I got it. You. So I, I'm thoroughly excited about this, man. Honestly, I, I am excited about seeing things on the big screen. I want to see Rogue Squadron really, really bad. I really want to see Rogue Squadron. That's that's going to be dope. That's going to be dope. They, and you know why, man. I mean, I like Starfire, you know, Star Battles. I mean, I like that stuff. Because when um, Star Wars Squadrons came out, man, I was I went straight to GameStop and picked that thing up. Straight to GameStop. So, And I might start playing that again, honestly. Um, Mio38 says, I want them to do a live action story on Darth Bane. Hmm. Yeah. That, that would be a good one. Uh, yeah. 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 That, that would be a dope one, man. That, that know, would be a dope one. It's, it's, it's interesting because before Rogue One came out, I really didn't know it was going to be so successful because I'm like, how can you tell a, how can you tell a Star Wars movie without any Jedi, without any Sith? You know? Yeah. But I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. Yep. <laughs> that movie was fantastic. So yeah. yeah. I think Disney, Star Wars, whomever might you might start to see more stories with there's there's no Jedi, no Sith. And it's just, you know, the actual the war or whomever. Which yeah. I think I think is dope because you you get to you get to see another angle of, of the war, of the of the conflict. And not just Jedi and Sith, although we we still love those elements, but it's good to shine a light on other things too. So exactly, I, some I, good old fashioned uh, ace piloting in the stars, yeah. man. Yeah, and you know, even with Solo, I know people hated it. Personally, I enjoyed Solo. Yeah, Solo enjoyed. wasn't that bad. Solo wasn't that bad to me. Yeah. So, but Solo wasn't that bad to me. I mean, I would add a little bit more. You know, I mean, obviously Han's backstory is a little bit interesting. Is interesting, very, very interesting. So you get to know why he is the way he is. So that makes a lot of sense. So uh, the last bit of news here is, uh, I feel like this is going to spark a lot of of uh, <clears throat> controversy here, and that is Peacock's Fresh Prince of Bel Air drama finds its new will. Now, Bel Air, the upcoming dramatic reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, finally found its new Will. A new video featured Fresh Prince of Bel-Air star Will Smith informing newcomer Jabari Banks that he'd been tapped to lead the series. Uh, Banks, a West Philadelphia uh, native himself, currently has no major credits to his name, but he auditioned for the part and clearly impressed those involved with the project. So, uh, based on viral YouTube uh, video by Morgan Cooper, Bel-Air received a two-season order in September 2020. Cooper serves as director and co-writer of the show, while TJ Brady and Rasheed Nuisance serve as showrunners. All three are all are also executive producers, along with Smith, Terrence Carter, uh, James Lacender, uh, Miguel Melendez, Malcolm Spellman, Quincy Jones, Benny Medina, Andy, and Susan Barowitz. Now, according to the show's description, set in the modern-day America, Bel Air is serialized one-hour dramatic analog of 90s sitcom Fresh Prince of Bel Air that leans into the original premise. Will's complicated journey from the streets of West Philly to gated mansions of Bel Air will reimagine vision. Bel Air will dive deeper into the inherent conflicts and emotions and biases that were impossible to fully explore in a 30-minute sitcom format 
while still delivering swagger and nods to the original show. Now, airing from 1990 to 96, Bel Air star Will Smith, James Avery, Janet Hubert Witten, and Al- Alfonso Ribeiro, among others, and followed a fictionalized version of Smith being uprooted from West Philly to Bel Air after a fight. Now, the immense popular sitcom helped launch Smith's acting career, obviously, with I, Robot, I Am Legend, Gemini Man, Bad Boys, and all that. So, um, but no such project materialized. I'm gonna be honest with you. Why the fuck we? Why the fuck we getting another Fresh Prince of Bel Air? We don't. Nobody asked for this. Nobody asked for this. You know what? To be honest, I I don't really feel good about it. No, I, I don't. Right, I, rightfully so. Spanky with beans and weenies. Yes. Why? <laughs> why is top? <laughs> it said it's gonna be dramatic in one hour. I don't want no one hour drama of Fresh. Look here. I have a certain memory. We have a certain memory of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know what I'm saying? It was 30 minutes. It was comedy. It was drama mixed in. It had some real life shit going on. You know, one of the most iconic episodes was, you know, his dad, you know, leaving, leaving him. And that was like an iconic moment or whatever the case may be, man. It was just such a well-blended show to me and to fan base. I don't know anybody that hates Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as a sitcom. You know, it's it's funny, man. It's funny. And we see you, Spanky. Why stop with the reboots? You know, we've mentioned reboots several times on this show. Yeah. And for the listeners, for, for some of you guys who were old enough to remember the 90s, that was a great time. If you were a kid in the 90s or younger or whatever, you know, that was a great time. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of iconic shows, movies video games, whatever, that was an iconic decade. So I understand why you would want to reboot those shows from back then because they mean something to us. I mean, that's that's really what it boils down to. These shows, these cartoons, TVs, they mean something to us. That's why they want to do the reboots because they want to they want to keep the memory alive. They want to, you know, keep it in our hearts and our minds and blase, blase, blase. I get it. I get it. But you know, E, you can't recapture that magic of the 90s. Right. You can't. Now, obviously, it can't be exactly like the 90s because we're not in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You want to modernize it. You want to, you know, E, I was watching that Say by the Bell show on Peacock. Yeah. You know, they brought back Zach and Kelly and Slater and, you know, um, Jesse, and now they have these new kids and, you know, it's modern and it's, it's, it's not a bad show, but it's not, it's not what you remember. It, 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 well, it's not even that again, the, the characters that we know, they're all grown up now, either adults, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, it's the kids, it's the young ones. They're trying to, to be honest, I don't know what the fuck they're trying to do, but it, it, it's not working for me. It's not, yes, Mio, Screech did die last year. So, you know, that's that's the other thing about it. It, it You can't recapture that magic, E. And again, I get it. You, we, we love the shows. We love it, E. But for some reason, we, we just can't, we just can't bring it back. We no. can't do it. it- 
it, it's some things that it's it's honestly there's some things that one show I wouldn't mind seeing, not as a reboot, but something like you know, just a season to or 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 so. Okay, because it can it can easily transition to modern times. Okay, so Family Matters, right? Family Matters didn't end the way we wanted it to end. The last, the very last episode was Urkel was stuck in space. He made it back home. He hugged Laura. He kissed Laura, and that was it. That was it. But you can easily transition that with because every all the cast members are honestly are still living, with the exception of you know you know Estelle. You know she's no longer with us, but everybody is still there. You know Laura's still there. Carl's still there. You know. Um, Harriet's still there, Rachel's still there, Eddie's still there, it, you know, and, and they all look good. So you can easily have it where you know Laura and Steve have kids, and you know, they might deal with certain situations. Like you might you mean see Carl in there. You know, you, you can easily transition that and you can easily have a completion because Family Matters didn't really finish like the way we wanted to finish. Fresh Prince finished. You know, everybody went their whole separate ways. Now, it was some things I probably would have tweaked myself. Like, I would have probably have Will and Lisa still together, not married, but you know, still together and you know, doing their own thing, and not have Will just sitting in the middle, in the middle of the house, and then just hit the lights on the way out. I mean, I I get the you know the swan song, I get that. Um, so th- there's that. Um, Saved by the Bell, that, that is something iconic. You know, you have Saved by the Bell, you had the college years, you, you had that going on. It, it, it just certain, like Thanos Rick is saying, it's certain shows that that are there that needs to stay there. And what I'm afraid of is that they already got greenlit for two seasons, for one. They already got that. What, what? I'm afraid of what? is that yeah, they are, they already from what I read, they they already got like two seasons here, like greenlit, Jeez. like off off rip. Let, okay. let me see, let me see, let me uh let me go back here. I let me make sure I read that correctly. Okay, uh, Bel Air received a two season order in September 2020. <sighs> All right, you you so <laughs> you know you you got that right. I mean, you had Fuller House on Netflix, which wasn't bad, honestly. It really wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. bad. It wasn't bad. It tried yeah. to capture the 90s memories and it did did some nods. They had some people show up and just stuff like that. So I, it, it, it really wasn't bad. It wasn't trash. Could have been better, but it wasn't trash. But uh, honestly, I, e, they have to let it go, E. They they gotta I, let it go. They I agree. I, I agree, but and, and E, you're right. You're right, E. They can tell new stories and transition, but the thing is, E, will it be a good story? It can be a good story. I mean, Family Matters always t- told a good story. Always. That, family Matters. I'm talking about Family Matters. Well, but what I'm afraid of with Fresh Prince with this reboot is this is an hour-long drama, drama type deal will still have the same feels. Now, okay, granted, I'm, I'm going to watch like the first episode just to see if I actually like it or not. You know what I'm saying? But Well, let me ask you this. Will it be a good story that will resonate with us at our age? Or... Will it be directed toward the younger crowd? Nothing against people who are younger than us, but E, us and the younger crowd, yeah, is yeah, two norm- different generations. Is is normally a mismatch. We we don't really mesh on the same level. So you know what I'm like like with with if if Fresh Prince were to do something like with Blackish, 
I think that w- would be dope because I, I love Blackish. I love yeah, Blackish is dope now. Black, I'm gonna tell you right now, Blackish is is a really good show. <laughs> it just is. It's a really good show. It's it's super funny, and it, it does capture the elements of like old ninety sitcoms and new stuff. Yes. And it's a perfect blend. Yes, but perfect that's blend. You don't see too many of that on TV now. You don't. No, no, nah, you, you don't. You know, like Blackish. I love you know um, what's the other one, the Goldbergs. I love that show. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Superstore. Like there, there are certain shows that are good that you know. Yeah, I don't know. E, I, I would because E went when I saw Girl Meets World, and you know, listen, <laughs> don't laugh at me, listeners. I know it sounds crazy. Why am I watching this show? I'm watching because of the older characters. But E, when I yeah. saw it, I was disappointed. Yeah, because Disney put. I mean, Disney was all over that. They they literally threw up on it. They threw up Disney fandom all over it, to be honest with you, dog. Exactly. I mean, it, exactly. it, I mean, and then they brought back DuckTales. That was disappointing. Yeah, the, the animation was stupid. But I, it, okay, so <laughs> with boy, <laughs> with boy, with boy meets world, right? Like with boy meets world, I mean, it tackled some situations. Like they tackled like virginity, you know, um, uh, interracial relationships. They, I mean, they, they tackled all that stuff. But if you see it on Disney Channel, they cut out. They edit out some of that stuff. They, they really did. They edit out. So when they put Girl Meets World on there, the only reason why I watched it was because of the old characters. When are they going to show up? So I'm like, you know what? I stopped watching it. I just went on YouTube. Like all the moments the old cast members showed up, and I just watched that. Yeah, e because we couldn't relate to the to the kids. We couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't. We couldn't relate to them. And e, I, I think that was their issue. I think that's the issue when, with these shows when you bring back older characters and meshing with younger characters. Certain there might be a group of people who may not understand the plight of the younger characters. They're there simply to watch the older characters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know yeah. you, you run that risk of doing. Hey, that. And you know I'm a visual person, right? I'm I'm I literally just like watched in my head what Family Matters would be like in Steve and Laura's house. Like they have two kids, you know, one boy and one girl or whatever. You got one one girl that more like Laura and you got a you know oh, oh the girl more like Steve and the boy more like Laura in a sense. But I mean that can that can that can work. Like Maybe. that can seriously work. Maybe. The, Maybe it can. I mean I can I'm looking at it in my head right now on the vision on how it can be. And it can it can really Really work. I mean, if you kind of add the blackish element to it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, or you can just make it like a sitcom and, you know, live studio audience like it used back in the day. I don't, I don't understand why people move from that. Because that was, I don't know if it was because of budget or what, because usually when you play stuff in, in front of a live studio audience, it, it really is a cool concept. Because, you know, you got general laughter, you got that stuff. And I feel like like the game, like you remember that series, you know, the game that was on UPN. Yeah. And once UPN make it or CW made a decision, we no longer are doing sitcoms. We are just going to do dramas. They fucked that up. Literally like the last, I think the last episode of the season, it was just like an hour, like drama type situation. Like what is this trash? And then BET picked it up and butchered it even more. <laughs> and so, I mean, I mean, the game is coming back. I mean, I don't know what's going to be, but I, I miss 
the sitcom live crowd type feel. And I think that's the only way I feel like it's the only way the a new family matters will work. As far as Fresh Prince, I'm a little worried because A, no one asked for this. B, no one asked for this. <laughs> and so well, 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 you're right. I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean, we have to wait and see. Maybe a, a trailer will come, some plot details. But to go to the Spanky's point, you know, Cobra Kai, I really like Cobra Kai. Brilliant. I Freaking do. Brilliant. Their, their, their way of integrating the older characters with, with the younger ones, it, it's, it's, it's seamless. It's perfect. It's like, perfect. It is, it's, it's a very well-written show. And now that I'm looking at Cobra Kai, I'm just glad that Daniel got his ass beat back in the day. Hey, I like, I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. I want to. I mean, now they're cool. Now, you know what I'm saying? They're cool now. They they already made amends, you know, with all that other stuff. But like it, like earlier, like the earlier seasons, like I'm like, okay, I understand why why he feels the way he feels towards Daniel. Like, yeah, you you really need to punch him in the face. I feel you. I feel you. And I can't wait for the new season of Cobra Kai to drop, bro. I can't wait. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're, they're bringing back what's his face. Um, uh, what's what's the other uh, shit? Oh, the, the newer villain. Well, um, he, he was in um, he was in Karate Kid three, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in three. He yeah, was in three. Uh, I, I can't I can't remember his name. He's he's with uh, Crease. I know Crease wasn't in uh, three. I don't think. I don't think was Crease in three. I think Crease was in three. Uh, I don't. Think so. I thought I thought he was. Uh, I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong, but I can't wait for the new Cobra Kai. But I'm just concerned about this Fresh Prince. You know, being like an hour long. I, I guess they said the original intent for Fresh Prince was to be like the, what's going to happen here. Uh, if I read that correctly, but we we will see. We will see, man. But again, I know the listeners out here. Uh, you think those Rick? Uh, we not, we never asked for this. <laughs> we didn't want it. We, we didn't mean, ask I, for it, so, but we I, got it now. I don't think it's going to be good. That That's my prediction. I don't think it's going to be good. And I, I think everybody got their mind made up the shit on this show. <laughs> I think people well, got know, their mind made up already. I think it's not going to be well written. I think it's going to be corny and tacky. I think they're going to tell or make corny jokes and it's going to be... I, I, I predict it's going to be over the top, ridiculous, and I think they're gonna tr- like it. It. I don't think it's gonna be like that because Quincy Jones is behind us, and Quincy Jones made some good shit. So I, I don't think it's gonna be corny at any stretch of the imagination. I'm, I'm just thinking that this show would not get a fair shake, mainly because of the huge fan base of the original series, and because of that they're not going to get a fair shake. Uh, that's what I think. And mainly because, hey, like we said, we never asked for this reboot. I don't know anybody that asked for a Fresh Prince reboot unless it was going to be the original cast members. But if it's not, it's like a, a new retelling. So at this point, I think there's going to be backlash mainly because of the nostalgia. Well, I mean, you, you'll have that, E. And you, you will because people are going to compare to the original. You yeah. Know? Like BC said earlier, that's just what we do. We compare stuff. I, you know, that that's probably going to be true. That's probably going to be true, you know. But it's just with me. I just think it's not going to like. I, 
the idea of them rebooting or remaking something doesn't really bother me. E. It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? If you know, if they were to remake Back to the Future, okay. E, I I wouldn't be mad at it. If they were to remake The Goonies or The Sandlot or E.T., e, I, I wouldn't be mad at it. Mm-hmm. Just make it good. Just make it good. You know, write it good, present it good. And lately, people just can't really seem to do that a whole lot these days. I, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. <laughs> I, I don't want to reboot a Back to the Future. Just, just leave, me, leave my original trilogy where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Leave, leave me with the DeLorean. You know what I'm saying? And everything else. Like 88 miles per hour. Like gigawatts. I look, just leave it there. Don't touch it. Honestly, you know it's, it's, it's gonna be remade. You know that. For what? You For know what? That. E, it's only a matter of time. They Why? will they will do something with Beck. I mean, it's it's only a matter of time, E. It's only a matter of time. It's coming. Man, listen, coming. I mean <laughs> I, I, look, I'm I'm looking, I'm really, really on the fence if they because I keep hearing rumors about Back to the Future 4 or whatever the case may be. Eh, mm, I don't know if I want it. I, I mean, don't know if I want I it. I mean, they're they're remaking Scarface. Who asked for that shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who asked for that? Again, Al Pacino. Why mess with that? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Are you? Are, is Hollywood truly running out of ideas? Or is Hollywood truly running out of originality? Like I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't think it's that. I really don't. I just think again, we are connected to the to the past. True. We love, we love the movies. We love the old stuff. We want to bring it all back and somehow modernize it. <laughs> somehow I saw, modernize it. I just saw what Spanky tight. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's fucked up, Spanky. Yeah. <laughs> we, hear we hear you. Uh, fucked up, but we hear you. <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> Man, listen. Oh, you you know you know what? Okay, so yeah, Back to the Future Four. That that was actually be that was actually be pretty cool because you can. I mean, you can actually have uh, oh. Marty's son. Marty will still be in it, obviously. You know, uh, Christopher Lloyd will be in it, honestly, because he's still there. I mean, you can actually generally have a Bachelor Feature 4. I mean... Well, Michael's but, retired. He's retired now. Michael J. Fox. He's done acting. Yeah, yeah. And Christopher Lloyd is simply too old to really do much of anything. And that's no offense. That's I mean, he did a show like a few years ago when it in Concerns of Weed. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he, he did yeah, a show, he, like, literally. Yeah, but he... he he was barely moving, and I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. Those two, I don't know about. I don't know about those two. You know what I'm saying? But it's only matter. It, it's we, only look, matter it's, it's, it's certain reboots we don't want. Okay, we don't want a Scarface. We don't want a Back to the Future reboot. We don't want a Ghostbusters reboot, but we damn sure got a Ghostbusters Afterlife, which takes place after Ghost. We you know years after Ghostbuster Two. I do love that, that idea. That's different. That's that's cool. I am cool with that. You know what I'm saying? But this Fresh Prince reboot, this I I truly believe this will not get a fair shake, mainly because of the fan base of the '90s. That that's mainly because of that. 
And um, I mean, I think Michael J. Foss's last movie was uh, See You Yesterday, which is on Netflix, which is a really good movie, by the way, which deals with time travel. So that, you know, those of us that want to see Michael J. Foss's very last uh, acting of situation movie is See You Yesterday on Netflix. Go ahead and check that out. So, matter but fact, yeah. Matter of fact, I, I still think they're working out the thing with the, the Last Dragon sequel. What? Or maybe it was a reboot or a, re, or a remake. I can't remember what? which one. You talk about Ty Mac, Last Dragon, right? Yes. Man, get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> get out of here. Come, well, come on, man. Really? Hey. Vanity? Hey, that that I, last dragon. I'm I'm just informing you of what I've been reading and what I've been hearing. Show actually, well, <laughs> you know what? I take that back. I take that back. Dion Cole will play a perfect show enough. He will be a perfect show enough. I don't know if you ever seen him in the show enough yeah, outfit. I saw it. I saw but it. But that is that is spot on. Now, okay. if if he's part of that project, then I might, you know what? I might look at it. Mainly because of him. So I mm, I don't hey. I don't know. I'm just know. saying, E listeners, it ain't stopping. There will be more reboots and remakes. It's it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's more it's coming. coming. And it's sad. It's coming. It's sad. I mean, Hollywood will learn. They'll learn. They'll learn. I mean, the only way they'll learn is if nobody I'm not saying go out here and boycott these movies because I mean, you might go to the movies and damn, this this is actually really good. You know, it might be one of them situations. Fresh Prince, the new Fresh Prince might be really good. It, it has a possibility of being really good. It's just that I think it's going to take a minute for people to jump on board with it because this ain't what I remembered. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't mess up my memory. Well, E, get over it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, okay, it's certain things. <laughs> I can't. I can't. There's certain things that that you can actually you can actually put on TV. You can you can have in living color because the Wayans are still here. You can bring up new comedians. You could do all that. You could do all that. They did all that with um, Keenan Kale, Lori Beth Denberg, all the original cast members, and they added like new new kids, like new kid comedians that actually do skits and stuff. With on top of doing some of the old skits from back in the day, which is a perfect blend, right? So you can do in living stuff like in living color. You can easily do that. You know, that can be the direct competition for Saturday Night Live. Because In Living Color was was our shit. Like, to me, In Living Color was better than SNL. To me. I agree. But, agree. you know, they, they try to bring back Arsenio Hall. They try to bring that back, and it didn't work out as, as well. But uh, maybe because of backing. <laughs> so, man, but yeah, man, that's our show for the day, man. Or show for the week, rather. Um, I will again follow Orange Phoenix Tees on Instagram, man. There will be a 35% off sale for all graphic designs on t-shirts, notebooks, uh, notebook cases, laptop cases, mugs, travel mugs, and all that good stuff. 35% off starting tomorrow. I will be posting uh some new uh designs. And you can click on the link in the bio as well when you follow Orange Phoenix Tees as well to actually look at the designs because it's like seven to eight pages full of designs. From Dragon Ball Z, My Hero Academia, you got some old 80s nostalgia stuff. There is a Rick Roll, I'm sorry, Rick Astley QR code shirt. So if somebody scans your shirt, they will be Rick Rolled. Dallas Cowboys. 
You know what? Fuck him. But anyway. <laughs> that's what i say spanker said when the next time we are on the next time we are on is is on monday monday at 10 a.m eastern time and tuesday at 10 a.m eastern time and friday uh 10 uh, actually friday friday we probably won't be able to do the show because i'm going to be out of town on friday but monday and tuesday 10 a.m um eastern What's the Dallas Cowboys, man? I don't give a shit about no Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's that's the exception. Dallas Cowboys will not be in the inventory. I, I'll definitely say that. Nah, we, we we ain't doing that. I don't know what's wrong with Thanos Rick, man. He's out here trolling. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with him, man. Every time, every time it's the last day of the show for the week, he does this shit. He does this every single time. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. First day is me. Last day is Thanos Rick. I, like, he just caps it all off. But yeah, uh, if you go to Facebook and you type in Orange Phoenix Geek Corner, have to join a group is a very, very positive space. We don't have we don't have arguments or anything like that or have a toxic fan base. We really generally have fun, post funny memes. We have movie nights. So for, for the month of September, we have uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Back to the Future for a virtual uh, movie night as well now we also have another instagram called orange phoenix media and we do have a magazine if you haven't read august edition of orange phoenix magazine go ahead and check it out all you have to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash orange phoenix it's only five dollars a month the september edition will drop very very soon still going to work out some kinks i'm telling you september edition is probably the biggest issue to date uh you know i mean since we came out last year so very, very excited about that. And, you know, I mean, you go ahead and check out the August edition. Read the August edition to see if you actually like it. And appreciate the fact that you like the show, Spanky, uh, with uh, Beans and Weenies. And 100-Yard Alchemist and Alter BC's Meal 38, all the listeners out there, uh, both nationally and internationally. So you guys have a wonderful hump day Wednesday. Remember, AEW Dynamite is tonight. So you might want to go check that out. So till next time, you got anything else? for the listeners before we get out of here? Hey, man. Jerry Jones. Genius. Oh, Let's do it. Super Bowl champions, baby. Let's go. Mm, better than New England, huh? We're going to get Cam Newton. Once we get Cam, it's a wrap. Oh, my God. But besides that, E, you guys, you have a good day. Listeners, have a good hump day. And we will see you when we see you. And fuck the Cowboys. <laughs>